Everybody and welcome to True Stories of Tinseltown. Happy Pride Month, everybody! And I have—it's almost the end of the month, but I got a show in there, so there you go. And I have a wonderful show for you today. And I thought, what better guest to have on in Pride Month than the beautiful, adorable author and my dear friend Alexis Hunter? So thank you so much for coming on, Alex. Oh my God! What a, what a great introduction! How can how can I beat that? You can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> That's why I'm on your show. <laughs> I love you. Oh, I love you. Breaking me up already. I know. No, I'm so happy uh, to be on your show, especially at uh, Pride Month. Um, I mean, this is a big deal. It, it it's. I mean, everything was so closeted for so long in my life. So now, you know, I can actually celebrate and be who I am. And it's really a treat. Yeah. I I mean, mean, I am a little bit out. (laughs) I think it's fabulous. And it's, you know, you were telling me, I think, in another show that uh, they were like crashing into gay bars when you were going to them. They were legal or whatever. Morals, clauses, things like that. Moral stuff. I don't know. Oh, God, yeah, that uh, it was illegal. You couldn't touch anyone. I mean, I'm not talking sexually. Just, you know, you couldn't, I couldn't sit there with my hand on someone's shoulder. When they, could, they could take me away. Uh, it was no touch, period. Very to, hard. Uh, I mean, and the cops would come in. Uh, I mean, and it was the, the sign of the times, you know. Um, uh, they would come in and raid the place, take take always take the prettiest ones you know and then uh harass them and you know uh, do you want to go to jail or do you want to go in the back of the car Pigs. you know if, <laughs> i'm sure no i'm serious i, I believe you and i'm I saying mean, pigs it was awful it was awful i mean at least the woman and the guys my god it was terrible um men had it so much rougher um yes they, they did crazy. god forbid yeah. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Yes, they're deviant. And that has gone. Although, unfortunately, things have improved. Um, There are still people who feel, you know, very much against any lifestyle that is not, um, you know, God made Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. I haven't heard that one in a long time. (laughs) Thank God. You know, but but there are still people like that, unfortunately. But but fortunately, the majority are not. So I am very happy to that. You know, thinking people, people with a heart um, are aware and, and compassionate and loving and you know, even though they may not totally approve or totally understand, at least, you know, they're giving us a break. <laughs> so it's yeah, so nice. I mean, geez. So nice. It just it drives me nuts. And it's really, 
what does it hurt anyone? You know, we all, even people who think that they don't know anyone that's gay, 100% you do. You know what I mean? 100% you do because that's the way it is. And some of them are in the closet, some of them aren't. And mostly, hopefully, aren't people aren't in the closet anymore. But I also wanted to talk to you that your book is being re-released, the wonderful book, Joy Lansing, A Body to Die For, A Love Story. And this book is wonderful. I can't tell you people, and I've told you many, I don't know how many times Alex has been on, but this is such a great book. So tell us about your re-release there, kiddo. Um. Oh, thanks, Grace. I am so excited. I mean, this is wonderful. It was done um, in honor of Pride, you know, Pride Month and the 10th anniversary of marriage equality. So uh, the book is being re-released with uh, a new introduction mm-hmm. and with uh, an afterword that, that I personally wrote. And it was... Um, Actually, answering questions people have had, you know, and asked me over the years, you know, about joy, about what happened to me, what happened, you know, what happened to Stan, you know, the characters in the book, right? And I, you know, and uh, and I address all those questions, and I think people will find it more interesting. And I mean, because originally the book ended uh, kind of. I mean, it didn't answer questions. It kind of left things, like if it were a film, it'd be ready for a sequel. Right. Yes, exactly. Because it was sort of like the horror of Joy dying and you being, you couldn't, you weren't at the funeral. Did you go home? You went home to your your family home for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I went to my parents' home, yeah. And so so, uh, this is sort of like the introduction to the sequel. And uh, and the really really cool thing that I think people will enjoy is there are so many new photos of Joy, and photos of Joy and and me together. I love the, those photos. Oh, they are the best. Uh, I was so so blessed. I think is the word. Um, uh, Joy's niece reached out to me. She found me on on Facebook and we started talking and Joy's brother uh, had been living with with his son and daughter-in-law uh, until he passed away I think in 2019 and uh, they had uh, a lot of Joy's oh, I don't know if you'd call them uh, memorabilia mm-hmm. oh that's right you're saying and, the memorabilia yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, Carrie uh, Joy's niece uh, was going through them and saw photos of, of Joy and me together. And so she she thought that they would be important to me, and God, she, they are. And she reached out to me, and, I mean, we had wonderful conversations, and she sent these photos to me. They are and beautiful. They were, oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah. They are mind-blowing. It, it, um, I wish I had had them originally, uh, you know, for the book. But thank God you got them would, now. Oh yeah, no, that's the great part because it shows the it shows our relationship. It sure does. Um, I mean, the the way Joy's looking at me and uh, I'm looking at her, and, and she's got uh, her hand on you. I mean, it's just not. Yeah. It's beautiful, and I was so thrilled you sent them to me. And they are, you know, there is no doubt in your mind how Joy felt about you. 
You know, she shows it in these pictures, how much she loved you and how much you meant to her. Wasn't this like at a Christmas with her? It was was at Joy's um, mother and and stepfather's house. In fact, the the weird thing is, Joy's stepfather took the photos. (laughs) I mean, mean, is that weird? (laughs) So we're just sitting there. He knew it? Everybody knew in the house. No, they didn't know anything. They knew that I was her buddy or whatever, yeah, whatever they well, thought. I guess uh, and, they could never think it, yeah. so they never thought anything about no, the photos. No, they, they never considered it because Joy was, you know, a sex symbol. Yeah. Adored by men, and she had always been with men and always had husbands and boyfriends and whatever. So it, it never entered anybody's mind, you know. They just thought that I was just, you know, a, a pal of hers or... Or like a sister. So, and they treated me like her sister. And they were loving, kind people. Joy, yeah, with, they go on. They were they were nice to me. Um, they were kind of weird, but <laughs> they were Mormons, right? Wasn't Joy a Mormon? No, no, no. That was all. Her mother was Mormon initially, and uh-huh. then she changed. She changed uh, uh, like people changed their clothes. She. Uh, Toward the end, she was a uh, Christian scientist, heavy duty, heavy into Christian science. Did she have anything to do? With, did she know Joy had cancer and how bad it was? Oh, oh yeah. Did she, she did. think Joy should just not take treatment? And was she hardcore? Well, uh, she thought that she didn't interfere with that, but they had uh, Christian science practitioners. Uh, doing uh, prayers or whatever uh, for her while she was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So there was, you know, uh, that that was part of it. But uh, she didn't try and convince her not to have treatment because I mean there were there were no options. Yeah, I was really ill. I know. And she had those couple good years with you, and then it got bad years with you. And I just think this story, you guys, um, I think if you go on and read all the reviews Alex has gotten, I ha- I don't think I've read better reviews. And also, how much it touched people, this book, and how much it taught a lot of, a lot of straight guys. said, my wife got this book, and I read it. And I've learned so much, and I, I thought it was amazing. It, it was a wonderful book, and the pictures, you're going to love these pictures, you guys. And you were wonderful because you were very open to answering questions and doing all that stuff because you have people who love Joy and hence love you because Aww. Joy loved you and you loved Joy. So. Aww. No, it- it's amazing to me. I mean, I've gotten so many wonderful notes from uh, a lot of men, uh, straight men, gay yeah. men, who absolutely love the book. They, uh, I think straight men identify with me, um, and uh, I have, I've noticed so much tenderness and compassion from straight men. It's yes. just, it's, it's mine, it blows my mind. In the notes. And I've also, yeah, and I've also heard from men who have gay children, who had initially had, uh, you know, 
bad relationships with their kids. Right. And because of the book, they they got it. They understood that that their children were not freaks, were not anything that it, you know. No. Our love is with them. Any love is love is love. Right. And, um, you know, you get the good with the bad, the, the tough times, the good times, and if you love someone, you're there for them, and and that's what people got out of the book. Yeah, that, that's the important part. And that's they the learned so much. I thought it was wonderful. I I loved reading those, and because um, uh, you know it's not some. You know, it's not some lurid book. You don't go into all these gross details about anything. I mean, you just lay it on the line. But it's nothing that anyone should. It's a beautiful love story, and it's a tragedy, and it's it's got everything. You know, it's got it's got it all. Unfortunately, it ended way too quickly. It did. But I mean, we packed a lifetime into those like three and a half years. You did, man. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we had so many adventures. <laughs> I know, you I mean, Vegas girls. I mean, God, God, <laughs> being on that cruise ship with the people, the crazy people trying to break down the... <laughs> they were trying to break in to Joyce Oh, my God. It was, <laughs> what did you guys do? What did you guys do when they were trying to barge in on you guys? We put stuff, we put chairs and stuff against the door so they couldn't break in. Could I mean, it was frightening as all get out. You I bet. Believe. Like, but it is. If these are all guys, right? Oh man, we were the only women on the ship. It was a, uh, it was a, <laughs> uh, it was like a convention for um, the Shriners, a, a very large company, and and there was the way it was. They had to go to classes. Mm-hmm. You know, we, it was like three-day cruise, and they had to go to classes during, you know, during the week, and then toward the end, then they were allowed to drink. And Joy, and, did Joy sing? Was she there to yeah, entertain? Yeah, she entertained. She was hired to, to entertain the guys, and they got drunk. They uh, they threw the deck chairs off of, off of the ship. Uh, uh, there was a hospital ship that they could see, and nurses, <laughs> they wanted to go there. They wanted to be there. I mean, it was crazy. It was pandemonium. Totally nuts. I would have been terrified. And then, you and, and then, <laughs> It was terrifying. And then they decided that they wanted joy. And uh, they tried to break down the door. And uh, luckily, uh, uh, the, the captain was able to, to stop them. And it was, it was insane. Absolutely insane. But that's just one of our adventures. <laughs> I know, yeah, and many. I, what's so cool right now is um, I'm I'm working with um, a wonderful producer and, and great screenwriter, and uh, we're working on a, a limited series for you know um, for you know something like Netflix or Hulu or or whatever. It's, HBO, it's anything. Be, I, it's wonderful. This I when I'm reading this, I I said this has got to be a movie or something, because this is such a great story. I mean, it has everything. And just to show the era, I mean, if Joy, if they knew that Joy was involved in a gay relationship, she would have been, forget it, Charlie. She would have been banned forever. Uh, It would have destroyed her career. 
It would have, and anybody actually. Nobody really was coming out. You know, people were in the closet, lavender marriages, you know, staged dates and things like that, which still take care, which are still here today. Because Kate Winslet, she didn't have to say it because I already knew, but she said five guys she knows of who are leading men will not come out of the closet. And why should they? Because you know what? They won't work, unfortunately. No, and it's really sad, you know, because there still is that stigma. Yeah, there's, you know, a lot of places that just can't see past it. I don't know that it would be so, I know a lot of women are saying that they're bisexual or whatever, and I don't think that that matters as much, again, as it does with men, but it's still, they don't come out either. I know some women who you know, are humongo stars, and I don't blame them. And I know a lot of people in the gay community wish that they would, but, you know, you just have to put themse- put yourself in their place and try to get that. Well, it's their living, it's their career, it's their life. I don't fault anyone. Me either. I don't you know, either. Uh, I understand. I mean, I was closeted for a very long time, and... Um, you know, I, I was afraid that uh, if people found out, they would that would be the end of, you know, my working. Um, and, uh, but now I don't care. You no, know? of course at, not. At this point in my life, and after the book, I certainly, I think I'm really out there. <laughs> yes, you are <laughs> out there. I, I really don't think I can go back in the closet at this point. No, you so, cannot. Why would you want to? No, people love no. you just the way you are, my peachy keeny friend (laughs) a little billy joel in there and well what i'm saying is you know that these things and these people you know there are so many guys who came out in hollywood which i'm great that's great but they're more Mm -hmm. um not like second leading dudes you know they're not like the leading leading dudes but i give them so much credit and they're throughout they get married they show their fam beautiful families and women as right. well. So, I mean, it has changed a lot, a lot from yeah, what I'm, it was. I'm, yeah, I'm really grateful that things are changing. And, and I mean, with uh, marriage equality, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. I'm, I'm thrilled. Um, it's been 10 years? Seems long. Yeah, 10 years. You believe that? Yeah. It's 10 seen, years. Yeah, and some people are still trying to repeal it believe it or not. Oh, sure. I mean, there are laws that are coming up. I mean, uh, certain states, there's, they're trying to stop adoption by gay people. And I they've read been that. Mm. They've been successful, and it's, 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 it's awful. I mean, kids are sitting uh, in limbo. I mean, when there are perfectly wonderful couples that would love to adopt oh, them. I have, and, and yeah. Gay people can be great parents just like straight people can be great and parents. People, you know, people are people. Right. And I have to say, I have a couple of gay friends. <laughs> one, one couple, they have twins, and they're so precious. And they were together oh. during the pandemic in Manhattan. Luckily, oh. their apartment's a little bigger. The kids were about two. Now they're three. So I, they're still together, these two. And the babies are the most beautiful little kids. I love them. And they are the sweetest, most loving fathers. And I have another couple of guys I know who who are just, man, they get them, the girls the best clothes. <laughs> they look 
look so adorable. They live so loved. They are so loved. And the kids will always be stylish. Man. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How great is that? I know. They look so cool. And um, I just see it. And I think that's really horrible where they're, they're trying to stop that. They're trying to, you know, take back things that are... You know, geez, they're trying to get us back to the fifties or something, and it's yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah, fifties yeah. are gone, buddies, and you can't get back to those fifties as much as you try. Life has moved on. Look at the Handmaid's Tale. Have you watched that? Of course, yeah. Oh my God! I mean, uh, talk about uh, talk about demoralizing women and. Um, Putting us back into the dark ages—it's—it's it's, you know—it's scary. It's very—it's you know, a very good show. Yeah, we have to be vigilant. We can't al- allow uh, you know this country to go backwards. And so many Maybe. people want it to, and so many politicians pander to that because they want to win. So yeah. winning at all costs means if they cheat, if they lie, if they do all these things that these. You know the these people want. It, it's just really it, it freaks me out. Quite frankly, I just well, it's frightening. It is frightening. It, like, it really is. Are you there? I mean, yeah, I'm here. I think I think it's, it's scary as all get out. Um, I'm just hoping that uh, the average person who has a heart will not allow this to happen. Yes, the average person that has a heart, let's hope, you know, but they, you know, fear factor, whatever, fear of the unknown, ignorance, whatever it is, we've just got to try to fight against that stuff. Yeah. Because it is killer. It is killer. So I want to ask you, now, when you were a kid, really young, you Mm -hmm. knew... Did you know you were gay, or did you not know? Did was it just like, hmm? I, I would, I, I'm not thinking about this. No, I didn't know. Um, I just thought I was a really good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said you had this gorgeous friend you do her homework oh, yeah. for. <laughs> no, I, I was gaga over this. <laughs> I was gaga over um, uh, a, a friend or a teacher or you know I was not. Major crushes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that until I was much older. And did your parents know? No. Never? Oh, it, wouldn't, it would not have gone over really well. Huh. I mean, um, I remember, I remember watching a show with my dad when I was an adult, I think probably 18, 19. And uh, it was one of the first shows where they showed a game game relationship. And uh, I think it was in a positive vein. And I remember at the end of the movie, my dad said, if that were my son, I would wish he were dead. I, <laughs> I, I knew not to say a word. That's so. horrifying. No, that would certainly... Yeah. Tell me some, tell tell you, red alert, red alert. I could have, if I was gay, I would never have been able to tell um, oh. my mom. Um, but sure. I think as I got older, I would have, because she rolled, you know, I'm the youngest of six, and I think she would have 
kind of, she had so much thrown at her from all of us that she would, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, at that point, (laughs) she probably, she would have accepted me wholeheartedly, but you know, this would have been long down the, down the pike. She loved me. She would have loved me anyway. She wouldn't. The thing is about, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry I jumped on your line. Uh-uh. Uh, my dad had said that, but later on, when Joy was ill, he came to see me uh, at the hospital. And I think he figured it out. I mean, words were never said. Like, oh, this is, she's my love. This is you know, the most important person. But he he felt the emotion, and he knew that I was going to never leave her in the hospital. I would never leave her. They'd have to drag me out or kill me. So he knew that, and um, he was very kind and very compassionate with me. Did so, Joy ever meet him prior to this? Oh, oh yeah. Um, my parents knew Joy very well. We'd go visit, or they'd come and visit. They thought it was, uh, they thought it was so cool that I had a movie star friend. I'm sure. They loved yeah, that was that was because that would give my mother stuff to talk about with her friends. Yeah, gossip. Well, my daughter knows. And my daughter is, <laughs> you, know, you know, best friends with um, uh, Joy Lansing, the movie star. Oh, my God. That glamour puss. That woman. Yeah, who- that was... <laughs> A woman from the Beverly Hillbillies who married one of those <laughs> yeah. heinous Shrugs yeah. brothers or Scrub brothers. What the yeah, heck? yeah. It was, it was cute. It was, she was, it was cute fun. on that. Yes, yeah. I'm, my mother would notify the neighbors that Joy was going to be there, and you know they could take a peek. <laughs> oh, it's just so funny. I'm sure she was, was so very funny. kind because she's used to all that stuff. Oh, sure. Joy didn't care. Joy was wonderful, wonderful with, with her fans, with, you know, with people in general. She would always talk to people, always do autographs. Uh, she she was just like, uh, I hate to use the word, the girl next door, uh, just unpretentious, totally unpretentious. She seemed very and, nice, and she could sing. I have to say, Joy, I love those those old videos where she's in a cage yeah. and singing and kind of dancing and singing in a cage. Yeah. But she has a great <laughs> voice. MTV, oh, yeah, she was great. yeah, yeah. The thing, the thing is, when when we were in New York, she was just getting ready to sign a contract for an album, and then she started to get, you know, she became ill. And we had to come back to L.A. But she had a wonderful career as a singer. I mean, she appeared at some of the best clubs in New York. In um, Las Vegas. Oh, Vegas, everywhere. And she, I mean, she was really talented. Wonderful voice. One of those sultry. Yeah, she really uh, did. She was gorgeous. She, she had a beautiful yeah. voice. Did she do any pitter-patter? You know how people do pitter-patter in between. A a little, a little chit chat, a little, or did she? Yeah. Mostly, she just. She did some chit chat in between tunes. Yeah, I mean, not not long and involved. But, no, no Rat um, Pack stuff going on. Come on out, no. Rachel. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> no, no, ring a ding no, ding. None of that. No, she did mostly sing, and and what was really cool is. Uh, when people would come to see her, they thought, you know, they were just there for the glamour, you know, the sex symbol. And they were surprised. And, and reviewers were so surprised that 
I mean, she could actually sing. She had the chops. And, and she got great reviews, unbelievable reviews. You had some fun with her in Vegas. Oh, yeah, we did. I mean, she took me, I mean, here I am, this kid from Kansas, but just, you know, off the farm, Dorothy. practically. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy and Toto. And, uh, and I mean, she introduced me to a world that I could never have imagined. You know, here I am uh, in the dressing room with uh, James Brown, with uh, Steve Lawrence and Evie Gourmet. I mean, all big stars, Vic Damone, um, and, of course, Elvis, which was really That was cool. funny. Yeah, Who was she it with? Was Della Reese, right? She was with Della Reese. Yeah. Priscilla and Della Reese, P- Priscilla yeah. were, like, shunning you two? <laughs> yeah, they, they just... You know, as we walked in, Elvis was so gracious. He came over and uh, was just talking to us, and and uh, and and he started to try to introduce us to to um, to Priscilla and to Delores, and they sort of turned away. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if they were jealous of Joy or what the deal was. Did Joy ever have know. a fling with Elvis? Oh, uh-uh, no. No. With Frank? No. With Frank Sinatra? Oh, yeah. Sinatra, she had a, She was dating him for quite a while. Did you ever meet Frankie? Yeah, I did. In Palm Springs. We went to... We were at uh, a restaurant that her uh, that Sinatra's friend Jilly owned. Mm-hmm. And then um, we were having din- dinner right next to uh, Sinatra and Robert Wagner and, you know, a bunch of people. And uh, she introduced me to Frank. Did he, he seem nice? Was, he, yeah, he seemed very pleasant. We didn't get to, there was no long, uh, how's it going, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Just Frankie. But, uh, it, was, it was cool. It was cool. I wonder if she met him when she was doing that movie with um, yeah. uh, Dino and Deborah Kerr. Yeah, I'm not sure. It may have been on the film, but she did do other films with him after they were dating. Did she do Come Blow Your Horn with him? Uh, she did. Uh, no, she did the she did the uh, the play in Vegas, Come Blow Your Horn. She did, uh, I'm trying to think of, right now, I'm the marriage, drawing a something Marriage on the Rock. I love that marriage movie, yeah. Wasn't that cool? Mm-hmm. And Joy really played cool. a gorgeous but really smart tomato. She was not. She was his secretary, and a little yeah. bit Dino, the swing and Dino, ring a ding ding. Yeah. And Frankie played the square Del Daddio, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Nancy was in yeah. it, and the whole gang. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I like that yeah. movie. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Um, that was cute. And who else did you meet? Tell us some of your joy. Your joyous joy experiences. Uh, okay. Who was your uh, favorite? Anthony Newley uh, was so charming. My God, um, really, really cool guy. Um, was he married to Joan um, Collins at that time? I don't know. He, we met him in a restaurant, and I mean, this guy um, stands up. I mean, which is really cool, and, and uh, gets out from, you know, behind the table and stands up and takes my hand and says something really cool. 
Charmsville City here. Yeah, a charming guy. And uh, who else? James Brown was a was a cool guy. I love um, James Brown. I'd like to. I would love to have danced. Yeah, amazing. And what in the book? I I, I said that it was really funny. Uh, Joy and I couldn't believe his energy level, right? <laughs> and she said, "Oh, how do you do that? How you know? How do you have all that energy?" And he said something that we didn't get. We didn't understand until. I understood later was he said it ain't no nickel bag. <laughs> but, so I guess and we were going, oh, and we were going to sort of doopy doopy doop whatever that means. <laughs> and you girls went and got some more coffee. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were Joy was we Joy and I were both so square. I mean, we didn't Joy didn't do drugs. Didn't, I mean. She, uh, well, that kind of drug. <laughs> she right. had other drug issues, but not that. Yes. Uh, she, she had the problem with the sleeping pills. Right. Um, but uh, but uh, she didn't, I mean, at that point, she didn't do anything else. So, Who would you say was the creepiest person you met? Creepiest? Oh, my God. Um, oh, uh Ronnie, uh, well, Ronnie Dangerfield, I, I just, I never connected with him. I mean, um, he was okay. Was he, was he kind of? Did Joy like him? Was he nice to her? I, he was okay. I mean, everybody was nice to her. I, that was a really great part. Did you know um, Rodney I mean, was a humongous, humongous cocaine addict? He he had a huge coke addiction. Yeah, why do you think he was always sweating and stuff and his eyes were bulging out of his head? Yeah. Oh, my God, I had no idea. I mean, duh. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, we met him, and um, uh, he was appearing, I think, at the upstairs or the downstairs or something in New York. And, and I mean, he was gracious, you know, toward both of us. But, you know, it was just kind of weird. Kind of weird, um, uh, but I, I, I swear, Grace, everybody was delightful toward us. I mean, it was. I mean, it was like a fairy tale, at least for me. Well, it was. was just, I can't even imagine yeah, no, being so young and yeah, meeting all these people and. You know, being so in love and having someone like Joy so in love with me back. I mean, I would be. Oh, that, I mean, talk about fabulous. Amazing. Just amazing, Grace. Yeah. Um, she loved you. I, I thought it was beautiful. She did. she did. And I'm so, I mean, talk about having the best thing in, in, that could possibly happen in your life. The best and the worst, you know. Yeah. Um, yes, you did. It, like the book, it's it's beautiful. It's tragic. It, it's got everything: love, tragedy, um, just and yeah. fascinating people you met and things you guys and did. And fun. And fun. Yeah, I, tried to, 
I tried to make it fun so it wasn't a downer. No, it was fun. And I cried when I had to cry. And I cracked up every time you mentioned food and coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I couldn't sleep for three days after I read that book. Yeah. So much caffeine. Yeah, food was our life. I gained 10 pounds reading your book. I had to eat. Yeah, we did do that. Yeah, that was our sport. We didn't we didn't vote parties. <laughs> we didn't go out and, and, you know, the Hollywood scene was not our thing. We stayed very, we were homebodies. But do you think, uh, homebodies. you were homebodies. I'm sorry I blocked into that. Um, but I just wanted to say, if you and Joy had gone out more, do you think anyone would have suspected something more between you two? Uh, possibly. Possibly because, I mean, we went out a couple of times and invariably some creep would hit on her or hit on me. Mm-hmm. And it made it very uncomfortable, you know, um, and difficult. Like one time we were at a place and there was dancing mm-hmm. and this came up and asked me to dance and I said no. He would not he would not stop. He would not give it up and he grabbed my arm. I thought Joy was gonna kill him. And she grabbed so, your arm back, didn't she stand up yeah. between you oh, two? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she dragged me back. And the, the thing is, it could have been, you know, uh her reaction or my reaction uh could have really uh gotten us into trouble. Right. Um, and the, so it was best. You know, it was best so we just stayed by ourselves and we didn't need anybody else. We had Grace, you know, the conversation we're having right now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, was like the conversation we had all the time. You know, we were always talking, always. You didn't you know, run out of things to say to one another. And we never ran out of things to say. We, we just had the most wonderful communication. I mean, we were so connected on, on every level. I mean, she was my soulmate. She was. The she love really of my was. Life. Yeah, and like oh, you God, said, everything. Yeah, you know, everything. It's hard to stop at the top. Start at the top, you know, because yeah. then it's just like, uh, not that these people are, you know, secondhand roses. The other people you've gotten involved with, but right. you just had sort of the pinnacle of your love life. Your oh, yeah. soulmate, oh. right in the beginning. Yeah, and that's the bummer part. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of been downhill. Nah, you've had some nice women, but nobody no, no, clear. I've, nobody clear to joy. That's for sure. No, no, and and I've I've been very fortunate in my life. I've had wonderful loves, wonderful people in my life, and so I certainly have no complaints. But right. Talk about a great, great start to my life. Yeah, mine was the opposite. Um, but, <laughs> and I'm still looking, honey. Aww. Now, I've been married. I've had lovely relationships with people. But, you yeah. know, no joy. No, no, nobody like that. Uh, I hope to have that. I really do. It would be nice. But you know what? I have had love. I've been in love. And I've been loved. And, you know, it's been what it is. And I'm very grateful for that. You know, not everybody can have a joy. I could ask you this. I think once you told me you were working, were you work? Did you bartend at a gay bar? Yeah, I did. After Joy died, I had to work. That was in L.A.? Yeah, uh, there was a woman's bar in L.A. um, And uh, it was called The Palms. 
The Palms? Uh, not to be confused with the Palm restaurant down the street. We used to get all their calls. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'd like a reservation. No, I don't think you want a reservation here. <laughs> they have a, the Palm restaurant. They did here. I think they're gone. They were like really she-she. Yeah, it was really she-she la-la there. Yeah. And yeah, and it was a women's bar. There weren't that many women's bars. And I, I, I worked there and I, it was, it was really cool. It was fun. Tell me, a, t- uh, it was a lot of work. Tell us the guy, an actor. He. This is all in all the books, so we're not telling tales out of school. This is already, you know, something that's been documented mm-hmm. about somebody who came in in drag. You told me about. Yes. Yes. Uh, talk about freaky. Um, I was telling bar in the. Uh, I had the afternoon shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually it was pretty quiet. It was straight, pretty straight during that time. In mm-hmm. days it was straight, at night it was gay. And uh, of course I'm blanking on his name. It was Dan, Dan Daly. Dan Daly. Dan Daly. Thank you very much. You're Thank welcome. you very much. Save me. Save me from embarrassment. <laughs> I had met Dan Daly when Joy did a, a TV show called um, The Governor and J.J., it was short lived, mm-hmm. but he he played the governor, and was I had she met JJ? him. Was <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think he was a transvestite. Mm. Yes, he was. He, he, he was a very tall man. Yeah, very tall and very unfeminine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I'm working, and it's a dark bar. It's gloomy, and in walks this person in a very unattractive dress, unattractive shoes, uh, with a, a long wig and uh, pop beads. I don't know if you know what pop beads were. Mm-hmm. They were big in the 60s. They were plastic. They looked like pearls, and you could pop them apart. They had like a little thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tacky, real tacky. So he came in uh, in drag and sat at the bar, and, and we were talking, and I absolutely recognized him and and then I said you know uh, you were so gracious when I met you before you know and we just had a lovely conversation it was a, a really nice guy but well, it was somebody good. needed to help him yeah. Yeah, someone needed to help dress him a little bit better in those you know? days you know you couldn't really connect with other people who like to cross dress or something like that. You right. know what I mean? So you're you're on your own. Right. And actually he was not I can't imagine him being an attractive woman, you know? No, no, he wasn't. He but it wasn't. made him feel good. But everybody knew yeah. this in Hollywood. And like I said, we're not telling sure. tales out of school because this is no. something else. Also yeah. um, super nice woman. And um he wasn't embarrassed in front of you. He was totally cool yeah. with it. Oh absolutely and you know I I certainly wouldn't embarrass him. My God, he was a really nice guy. So we had a nice conversation, and then he left. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, let me talk about an interesting life I've had. <laughs> you have? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, uh, just one of my adventures is greater than some people's entire lives. It's, it's, you ain't kidding. I, I, you know, totally it's amazing. Lucky. Yeah, I've been so lucky and so uh, fortunate. You have? have, Yeah, I mean... But it comes to you because there's good 
You know what I mean? If you were some crappy, creepy person, you wouldn't have had this come to you. This came to you Aww. because of who you are. Joy, Aww, thank you. Joy thank you. came to you. I mean, she had never had a, a relationship with a woman before. No. And so no. she just was drawn to you like people are because you're such a good person. You're a fun person. You're no saint. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I you won't tell so tales right. after school. I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting, you know, and, and if you think about the movies and everything, because this is a classic Hollywood podcast, um, uh-huh. we look at this stuff. And before pre-code, they had, this was before you know, the Catholic League came in and just kind of kaput to everything. If you did anything bad, you paid for it. Um, but they did have, um, like, people, gay guys were very effeminate. You know, they were the dressers. They would dress sure. you know, at the, the thing like that or whatever. They would have innuendo and stuff like that. But right. um I don't really remember anything really being... I mean, I, there are so many movies. There's one gangster movie that I was going to rewatch, but I'm not really a gangster movie person, but I was going to rewatch it. And it shows yeah. these two mob guys who sleep in the same bed. They make a lot oh. of money. Um, and when one of them, they are just like, you know, two peas in a pod. They're together. They're, and you can tell. In I knew they're together. And when one of them dies, the guy is, you know, all over him and heartbroken, which was very strange to see that they actually had the nerve, even though it was not blatant. But if you knew about these kind of things, you, you would have caught on right away. And it wow, was really which nice. Was that? Jeez, I have to yeah. think of the name of it. I and remember Ben Hur. Oh, between him and um, yeah, Tony Curtis. Yeah. Oh, that's the Tony Curtis one is with um, <laughs> Lawrence Olivier, and he's like Lawrence Olivier's yeah. manservant, and he says, "Sometimes I like oysters, sometimes." <laughs> <laughs> so he was really, you know, with Tony, but with Ben Hur. Ben Hur had his his lifelong. I think Masala was his name, and they were yeah. childhood friends. And they said that there was, you know, supposed to be some sort of uh, connotations that they were more than just friends, or they really loved each yeah. other more than just friends. But yeah. um, they didn't take it that way. And of course, Charlton no, did, would never wanted that to be that way. And. No. Uh, not Moses, <laughs> not than her. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, and so then, you know, they did do things. You were telling me, like, The Fox, the movie The Fox. Right. But the first right. one was The Woman's Room, uh, the children's, uh, children's room. Children's, children's Hour, yeah. yeah, which I've seen so many times, and I like that movie. And it was made by Lillian Hellman, uh, and, but in the 1930s version, it starred Miriam Hopkins, um, Merle Oberyn, and Joe McRae, and they, uh-huh. couldn't, they couldn't do any of the gay context. It was about oh. two women who fell in love with the same man. And the kids were saying, yeah, they- doing the rumors like that. But... They finally got the guts in that one. But the, the killer was both Shirley MacLaine and Audrey Hepburn said that the director never told them 
if Shirley was gay or not. Now, come on now. Wow. <laughs> if you've seen this movie, just play it, but we don't know. I'm not telling you whether you are or not. But Oh, my God. And so that was kind of a weird thing, but obviously... You know, Shirley was, and um, it's a shame she had to kill herself at the end of it. It's yeah, a shame well, that, it, you know, but it was like, I don't want you in my house. I don't want you near me. You know, I don't, you know, yeah. it's just like this whole, like, they're monsters, and they lost oh, everything. Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. Well, things, things are better. I mean, there are some really cool movies right now. Uh, I've done, um, I did a, another show with uh, Lori Towers, um, and, I like uh, Lori. And she's great, absolutely dynamite lady. And uh, we were talking about films, and I'm going to do her show next week um, about uh, other films, you know, gay-related films, and sort of dissect them and and uh, and, uh, and it, it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. The Fox, which was a good one. That was with Sandy Dennis and Carrie yes. Delay. I don't know who the yes. woman was, the other woman. but Oh, um, that was uh, Anne Haywood. Lovely, lovely woman. And yeah, it was, was good. I mean, they always had to try to keep this fox out. They lived in a farm, and it was just uh-huh. very symbolic. The guy that kind of runs in and ruins their chicken coop. You know, right. like, like he just is awful, and um, mm-hmm. it's just kind of having fun taking those two women's lives apart. And um, they also had other ones. Richard Burton played a gay guy. Um, I don't know who. Maybe it was Peter Finch who played his his um, lover. And then they had Sunday Bloody Sunday which was definitely Peter Finch, I don't know the guy, and Glenda Jackson. And it was just matter of fact that they were both Glenda and um, Glenda and uh, Peter Finch were, were having an affair with the same man. So it wasn't wow. like this. But it was really something. It's an interesting film. I like it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. There's another one called Sister George something. She, Oh, yeah, The Killing of Sister George. Did you ever see that one? I did. I saw that when it came out. They wanted Betty Davis to star as Sister George, but it was so funny. She gets in a car with nuns, and she's like... <laughs> she's, she's just like, uh, you know, very out-there lesbian <laughs> Sister George. Yeah, she was. In fact, a friend, a, a, a friend of mine uh, who lives in the Palm Springs area, we had a small part in, in that, uh, Elaine Church. And uh, talk about small world. Yeah, and um, who played it? Uh, Vincent Price's last wife was in it. She played yeah. a lesbian. And that really cute blondie, what was her name? Oh, I can't think. <laughs> she was tall and adorable. Susanna York, I believe. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, so it was a really good movie. Interesting movies for you guys to see. And this is like the earlier, you know, in the 70s. Even, you know, sure. people were still outraged about that. But um, nowadays it's, you know, you see, if you if you watch a series on um Netflix or any of it, they always, it's very diverse. I mean, they have, it's like nothing. You know, they have them kissing and love scenes and whatever, and it's just, 
part of our every day. Thank goodness. Yeah, that it's, it's, so, it's so liberating. It it's is so great to you know, watch. You know, and uh, who, who knows who I am? <laughs> they keep suggesting all these lesbian films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my area says you might want to watch this. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. They, they, figured, they figured me out. Yeah, um, they can figure out pretty quickly if you get to three or yeah. four things or whatever. I kind of want to yeah, defer some out of different things. <laughs> I love, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So I kind of, I don't think they figured me out yet. <laughs> You're better off. Yeah, they give me suggestions, but a lot of them oh, are like, good. forget it. Forget it. Yeah. What are you talking uh, about? Yeah, so um, when is this book coming out? When can uh, people start ordering it? Yeah, it's in the process right now. I, I would say in the next few days it'll be out. Um, so I will let you know. So next time you um, are on the air, maybe you can kind of plug it. Uh, I will definitely not, plug it. I will, I will plug it. I will put... Um, because uh, it's going to be Kindle and hard hardcover and paper. Hard and soft cover. Yeah, it'll be it'll be dynamite. Anybody going to do a book on tape? Anybody going to do that kind of one? That would be a nice one too. Yeah, that would be. I don't know. An audible book. Oh, yeah. No, it, no, it is. It, it, duh. Hello. It is on. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, an audio book now. Good. Fabulous. So you've got it all there. And of course, I will yeah. post it for you guys. And um, thank you. Also, um, I'm going to link you up with Alex's beautiful jewels. And oh, Alex, yeah. I think you wouldn't mind giving my audience a little bit of a discount if they just got in touch with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. All I want to do is say that they're one of your listeners, and I will be happy to give them a discount. Yes. And she, you have to, um, I'll, I'll link her Etsy to you, and you can contact Alice before uh, <laughs> Alex before you buy anything. And, yeah, please do. And please she do will so then yeah. know to take out the discount for you. So Absolutely. I will link that up for you, Poopy Doop. And Thank you. Also, I, I'm getting a website. Yay. When's this coming out? Yeah, soon. Yay. Yay. So, uh, so when that comes out, I will give everybody your website as well. Thank you. And when Thank other you. things keep coming on, because they seem to be coming fast and furious, which I am so thrilled for you, you know that. Oh, Sincerely thrilled. I, because I've believed this is how it should be ever since I read your book and ever since I got to know you. So I am so happy uh-huh. for you. And Thank you, honey. Thank you. And I will link everything up. And remember, this is the lovely Alexis Hunter, her book, A Body Joy Lansing, A Body to Die for, a love story. And it will take your breath away. And I can't wait to see it on TV. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Pizza and and wine um, for me. And I'm watching. Of course. (laughs) And I'll have coffee next to me just to cheer every once in a while. That works. That will work. That will work. You're the best. You are the best. I love you. Thank you so much, Alex. Oh, I love being on your show. I love having you. And thank you guys for listening.
I hope you enjoyed. And later, Gators. Listen to the stories of Tinseltown. They're not only good, they're true. True stories.